You are listening to the Think Brick Australia podcast. Think Brick Australia represents the clay, brick and paver manufacturers of Australia. Brick by Brick, our podcast will discuss technical information and architectural case studies with special guests. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIntyre, the CEO of Think Brick Australia. On today's episode, this is going to be talking about textured walls, part two, and in particular, corbelling. And I'm very pleased to welcome back Michael Congress, our expert on many things to do with masonry. Michael, we've seen corbelling become so popular, particularly in the awards. And I think when I think of corbelling initially, I sort of think of the in and the out brick, which gives that beautiful embellishment effect and obviously allowed shade to play a part in the wall. But if we just start with, we're going to talk a little bit about arches today and corbelled arches. But I think before we go into that, let's just start with revisiting what is corbelling. Yeah, so a corbelled wall is a wall which has brick units coming out from the wall. So if we think about a normal brick wall which has a uniform face, when we look at a corbelled wall, we've got either individual units or courses of bricks which are slightly protruding the surface. And what that does, it gives us a difference in texture. It can cast a shadow, like you mentioned, and it allows us to give a different dynamic and feel to a brick wall. And when I think corbelling, uh, a lot of the time I think churches and I think those nice historical buildings where they've used corbelled brickwork around windows, mm. corbelled brickwork sort of up the piers and the turrets and really use brick in a way to give a bit of depth and dimension to that to that historic building. That's certainly, you know, I look at the detail in some of those older buildings and you just really wonder with the limited resources they had that everything's still standing. I guess that's the beauty of brick. We're going to talk now about arches and the difference between a normal arch and a corbelled arch. So let's start with the normal arch. So a normal arch is where we would envision standing underneath a a brick wall and looking up and seeing that seamless curve. So you've got uh, bricks all the way along and at the top of your arch, you've got a keystone unit and that keystone unit is distributing all those forces throughout the curved arch into the buttresses below. And so it's that curved, like it's just been mortared and, and it's all very sort of seamless. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess if we're thinking of uh, archways, if we're thinking of large open doors, we see them a lot of time over windows. Mm. Anything that's that seamless rounded curve is what we would call a traditional arch. Okay, so what's different about corbelling? So a corbelled arch is different to a normal arch whereby each course the bricks step out a bit and they continue to step out until they meet at the top. And that gives it a bit more of a triangular and pyramid type shape compared to our normal arch, which was that seamless rounded curve type shape. I remember even when I was little and we used to have the Lego and you know how you only used to get one or two of those actual arch pieces. So in order to try to make things meet together, that's how you used to do it, like connecting those individual bricks. Yeah, and that's right. So when we look at a corbelled arch, it's still meeting at a point and, and that's what an arch does. But instead of having that seamless curve, each course is coming out that little bit and making sure it's coming out in conjunction with the standard. So that's why you tend to see them over five or 10 or 15 courses. So we just want to step out just that little bit, each course, all the way until two sides meet right at the top. But it also, I guess, in comparison to the seamless arch, it's not something that you could go through and 
possibly not come out scarred if you didn't allow enough room, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you've still got to take all that into account. So all the dimensions of the brickwork and how much you can step out all come into factor. But whilst they're different visually, they're both really unique ways to use bricks to create different looks, different feels. And and what I like about the, the stepped arch is that you've got that shadowing effect and it's sort of it's slowly coming over the top of you as opposed to sitting in a large archway. You've got that gradual step of the wall coming above your head. And which standards are we looking at here that people just need to refer to for arches, Michael? Yeah, so when it comes to brick arches, it's 3700. So AS 3700 should be your first point of call. And when we look at a corbelled arch, we take some parts of the arch section and some parts of the corbelled section and making sure that we're designing these in a way which is safe and structurally sound. When we're specifying for brick arches, are we specifying based on in-plane corbelling? Or out-of-plane corbelling? Yeah, brick arches are 99% of the time in-plane corbelling. So you've got sort of two ends of the wall, which are stepping closer and closer and closer together until they meet at the point. So we deem that in-plane corbelling. Just so that we know, what would out-of-plane corbelling be? (laughs) Out-of-plane corbelling would be if we were standing at the front of a wall and it was sort of coming over our heads. So in-plane is in the straight line of the wall as the wall goes left to right. And an out-of-plane is sort of, front to back in a way. Just to recap, we've talked a little bit today about corbelling, but how that works with arches, the difference between a normal arch and a corbelled arch, some of the considerations that you need to refer to with regards to corbelling in plane, and in particular looking at the structural design requirements of AS3700. Have I captured everything there, Michael? Yeah, absolutely, Elizabeth, spot on. Michael, What we've discussed today makes a lot of sense to us visually, but it may not to our listeners. And as you know, I always like to do something else whilst I'm listening to my podcast. So where can people go for more information? Elizabeth, the Think Brick website should be your first point of call for anything brick arch related. We've got a lot of fact sheets dedicated to arches. So head there or you can go to our show notes for more information. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow rate and review our podcast we are always looking for new ways to think brick if you have an idea of what you'd like to hear about there's a link in our show notes to let us know